Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! Can't believe it. I don't look like Bane anymore when I'm going to be done. <laughs> I swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That it's a scam. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they can just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the John Sandwich Show. It is I, the John Man, accompanied by Mary Murphy. Miss Mary Murphy. As you guys know, um, we've been doing the live show a little bit differently. Uh, it is John Man and Mary taking over the live show, and you'll get the full sandwich on pre recorded shows. Yeah. So. so I normally am not on the show. You do get a Murphy minute, but during the shelter in place, as we're in the stay home, stay healthy, whatever it is in the state country you're at, um, I'm filling in for the other two guys. Yeah. And you know what? It's been pretty awesome. Like, I have enjoyed and appreciated your time being on this podcast, Mary. Mm, I feel like you're buttering me up a little. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Because I didn't fill your beer? <laughs> no, just so, that, <laughs> just so that I'll podcast with you. That could be it. That could be it. But... By the way, I'm like substitution, by the way, you guys. It's like, uh, I might podcast with the guys, but uh, if they back out, then you can podcast with me. So it's like. There is a little bit of that Like, I'm not good enough unless they're oh, not whoa, available. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are always good enough. You are always good enough. But sometimes people just need to listen to the full sandwich. But right now we are doing a live show. A live show. And I'm so, here. And you are here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get through that first, Mary. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I was just like letting everybody yeah. know. And then you got all like buttery. So Yeah. Well, you know, I have I, I actually have enjoyed uh spending so much time podcasting with you. It's been really fun. But good news for the people that like John Man and Mary. We got into like what, another month, month and a half before month, you go back to work? Six weeks. God knows. So you'll... I might not ever go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Why do you Honestly, say that? I don't know at this point. Uh, like, who knows? I, I guess it is all up in the air at this point. Yeah. Like, uh, we live in Washington and our stay at home order has been extended, extended till the end of May, right? Yeah. And then um, hairstylists are in phase two. I'm a hairstylist, just in case you're new here. And, uh, Phase two is supposed to start like June, but then our governor was like, yeah, hairstylists are going to be like mid-June, which means it's going to be like July. Yeah. I mean, we're, we are all like, in all sincerity, we are, I am hoping for the best for all hairdressers, cosmetologists, tattoo artists. But we're planning for the worst. Like, like nail artists, like all those people, like I want them to get back to work. Absolutely. Right. You know, um, I want them to get back to work. But you know, when you look at what our state boards are proposing for us to do. To and you're talking able- about the cosmetology state boards. Yeah. So like even just looking at Georgia, right? Like, um, so right now Georgia has to wear a face mask, a face shield, a just a different apron. Every customer each customer, which they should have been doing this part anyway, gets a new cape. Plus, you have to use the neck strip. And then you have to do um full barbicide procedure in between customers, which honestly, that should have been done anyway. But that takes up another time. You can't double book. You need at least 15 minutes in between each customer to use the hospital-grade disinfectant. 
So when you look at that and that's your procedures, is it really safe to go back to work? I guess if you look at it like that, no, it's it's kind of not, right? You know what if, I mean? If you have to do that much precautions just to start another haircut. Exactly. Is it really safe? It doesn't sound like it. I mean, to, so for me, like my normal cleaning schedule is, is um, every customer gets a new cape. I obviously wash my hands twice before they come and after they leave. That's normal for me. Um, I wipe down the chair uh, after every customer. So it's a freshly cleaned, wiped down chair and shampoo bowl before every customer. So that's my normal like cleaning. And obviously I clean my tools in between each customer as far as like, um, you know, cleaning my shears and things like that. And we also have like biohazard, like if I cut myself or something. Well, well, there's also like, state approved this is what you have to do and then stuff that you already do yeah exactly so so i so, so do what's that. the stuff that's state approved right like before the pandemic and then what's the stuff that you've already like you've already done for extra cleanliness okay so like before you could use the same cape which this is so gross if you ask me on say i do 12 customers a day you could use that same cape for all 12 customers as long as you use the neck strip which the next strip is just like pretty much like a single ply piece of toilet paper, right? Yeah, that <laughs> you goes know? around your neck. I'm yeah. sure you've all had it. Yeah. So that so one... so according to the state before the pandemic, and we we were strictly talking before the pandemic. Yeah, that it, that was fine. That was okay. Yeah. Okay. Which I've never done that. Yeah. Uh, so so we're gonna get to the state and what you do. Okay, so so yeah. what else state wise are you legally? Do you legally have to do? Uh, clean your your tools in between. You can't have any hair debris in your drawers. Okay um between using, each client no hair debris no and i will say you know on a busy saturday it is difficult to keep hair debris out of your drawers like i'm mm -hmm. gonna be honest um sanitize like my clipper blades i have that spray disinfectant yep um so you spray that in between every customer okay um, and that takes like 10 minutes to set well no so that one is fine but they want it, like a normal situation but right now they want you to use like the ship shape which has to sit for like three to five minutes. Okay. And then disposable capes? Disposable capes, like that is in freaking sane. Like I don't even, if they go to that, like hairdressers aren't going to be able to stay in business. So what you used to do is you used to use single capes. That put, get washed. That get washed. Yeah. So do they want single use capes? Yeah, that's been proposed. Okay. What about schmucks? Uh, same. Single use schmucks. Um, so that it really seems that you can have washable schmucks mm -hmm. or aprons for like everybody else. Um, but you have to change it every customer. So that means you need like for me, I do 12 to 15 haircuts a day. So I need 12 to 15 smocks. Well, and those are like $20 a piece. So if you look at like for people that have been out of work this long. Yeah. To have to invest extra money yeah then we got to provide masks for ourselves and for our customers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. so with those the schmucks like what's to stop them from saying you don't have to change your clothes between every customer so that um that's something that was proposed that you have to like leave your shoes at the salon you have to like there's like a whole guidelines well it kind of seems a little unrealistic i mean like yeah. Like, where does clothes come in? Like, obviously, if you wear the same clothes throughout 12 well, customers. Well, that's where those, like, plastic 
um like you know like the they kind of look like disposable raincoats and they people wear them in the hospital do you know what okay. i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. um those have been proposed you have to change those every customer which those are like five to ten dollars a piece and then those get thrown away so you're talking about 120 dollars just in the disposable raincoats a day that you'd have to use yeah if that's where it goes and what about disposable um capes that seems to be that one's been fine as far as like as long as you wash it okay and so, i think that so, reuse so, capes so, are so going to be not fine single as long use. as they are like no there is some single use petition like you know there's people on all sides of the board as far as our state's concerned um but there are some states that are considering single use smocks single use capes hmm. like it uh, honestly picture a hospital operating room and what those nurses and doctors look like and that's what they're wanting hairstylists to okay. look like so they want you to have scrubs on well not scrubs but but and then the, the outer the plastic thing that they the wear the plastic thing they wear plus don't they have like a cloth whatsoever like over the plastic thing no, it's mainly just the plastic thing that looks like a just dis- you know what I'm talking about, like mm-hmm. those disposable raincoats. Okay, yeah. And then gloves. And then gloves. And then a mask. Uh, double doubled up gloves. So if you cross contaminate, so if you touch your customer and it, you can't like touch the shelf afterwards, you'd have to take the glove off. Okay, so double covered gloves. Yeah. Um, a mask, bandana, like is it like, has to be a mask mask. A mask mask. Yeah. What about your hair? Um, like because I, I notice a lot of doctors wear like like almost like a bandana or like a medical grade thing to co- cover their hair. Um, so with the face shield, you'd have to wear. So at that point, you'd have to wear your hair up if you're wearing a face okay. shield. So okay. And then your customer has to have a mask on as well. So your customer has to have a mask. You have to have a mask. You also have to have a clear mask. The face like, shield, like the face shield, yep. the fear, mm-hmm. the, and then you have to have double. Gloved. Gloved. Mm-hmm. You have to have the plastic coat on. Mm-hmm. And then under that, you have a schmock. You don't, you don't have to have both. You don't have to have okay. the coat and the schmock. And then you have to leave your shoes at work. Yeah. Like, what if you don't leave your shoes at work? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I like. I was reading some of the Washington State ones that are being proposed, and I, I need to read more through it before I can give you, like, specific so, so the cosmetology board hasn't come up with like a hundred percent type thing yet. Um, so advocates are coming up with a thing to take to the cosmetology board that will take it to Department of Health, which will take it to the governor. Okay, I mean that that is a step though. Yeah, that's a step that a week ago when we talked, it wasn't there. But it wasn't there. But my point is, is if that's what we have to do to be able to work, is it really safe to work? I don't think so. Like, I, I honestly don't think so. Like, like I feel like that's way above my tax bracket. I don't make enough money to have that kind of pressure and cost and overhead. Yeah, well, that and obviously, if you were doing a haircut in surgical grade environments. PPE. In surgical grade environments, meaning everything is sterilized. Hospital grade sterilization. Hospital grade disinfectant uh disinfectant hospital grade ppe yeah because you have to disinfect first mm-hmm. which would be like ship shape then you have to disinfect or yeah. excuse me you disinfect and then you sterilize so it's a two-step okay. system so you would mm-hmm. wipe it all the debris or germs quote unquote off with the ship shape 
then you would use barbicide over the top and that has to sit for 10 minutes sorry i should have like clarified all that so you have to disinfect and then sanitize all right so you are basically in a surgical room wearing surgical grade disinfectant equipment to cut a $40 haircut mm-hmm. which by the way used to be a half an hour and now I'm going to need at least 45 minutes to an hour. So literally my income's going to get cut in half and I have to work longer hours, longer days. Plus all the money you're paying for the... Plus all the money I'm paying for PPE. So if they say you have to use single-use aprons, those are 5 to $10. Let's even go low end. That's $50 a day that I'm paying just in plastic capes that are getting thrown away. And what your question is, is it actually safe to work? If you're working in a medical grade style environment, it kind of sounds like to me, it is not safe to work. No. Because if you have to do that much precautions just to cut hair, mm-hmm. which I'm not downplaying your industry at all. No, but haircuts but, are but not what I am saying, Haircuts are not providing food. Haircuts are not... I am not an essential employee. I am a luxury service. You are a luxury service and you are not brain surgery. I'm not downplaying your industry. Your industry has done amazing no, I things agree. I agree. I know and, what and very amazing. You know, you respect me and you respect yes. my career, but but you are not brain surgery. You're not open heart surgery and you're not providing food to anybody. No. That kind of sounds like it's not safe to me. Mm-mm. If you have to go through that type of sterilization and that type of medical grade disinfectant spray like everywhere like if your shop smells like you just walked into a surgical room maybe it's not safe for you to work which my shop normally has a little hint of like yeah but your shop usually doesn't look like the owner looks like a a heart surgeon a heart surgeon yeah it's pretty serious so maybe it's not Maybe this state is not if that if those are the type of guidelines that you need to be able to cut hair, maybe it is not safe to cut hair. Exactly. And maybe people just need to wait a little bit longer. And that's why I'm not that upset about mid-June. Yeah. I mean, I don't I mean I'm upset financially, obviously. Yeah. But we're fine because I'm a responsible business owner. Yeah. Well, you are a very responsible business owner. Um, but I totally get what you say. Like Mid-June? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks for a lot of people. Yeah, it fucking blows. But if you're not safe and you're just going to prolong yeah. this and Because then they're going to the contact virus? trace. So let's yeah. say they let us go back right now. We look like that. Yeah. I go back on Monday, and one of my 15 clients on Monday has it, and I don't find out till Wednesday. Right? Then I have minimum of 30 people I have to contact trace, let them know that my first customer on Monday gave me coronavirus, potentially gave me coronavirus. Potentially. potentially. It's not even for sure. It's just a potential. A potential because it's contact trace. I then have to quarantine for another 14 days. Well, at that point, I don't get any um, pandemic unemployment because my industry has been opened back up. So then that too, like not, I just barely, if you're following our shelter in place series, I just barely got um unemployment after six weeks of being off work i'm at 48 days and i just got my first week's check last week last week i like 42 or 41 days 41 days okay so which is you know it is what it is that's a whole nother conversation so contract tracing 
Um, so right now I get pandemic unemployment of finally. Yeah. So let's say they open me up and then that happens. My first customer on Monday, blah, 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 contact trace. They're like, Hey, your customer had it. You now have to quarantine for 14 days. I cannot reapply for pandemic unemployment. Because you've been reopened. Because I've been reopened. So let's say my, you know, 60 year old customer I saw on Tuesday evening gets coronavirus from me because of my first customer on Monday decides to sue me. My insurance is not taking liability for it. Your insurance. So basically all insurance, like what about like LLCs? Like, like um, they could still sue the business. They can still sue the business. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're classified as. So pretty it's much- just if you're personally responsible or if your business is responsible. So yeah. like right now, if you're an LLC, they could only go off after the business assets. And this is my bad. I mm-hmm. said I'm a responsible business owner. That was a lie. Apparently I'm a liar. I'm not. I'm a sole prop because I'm an independent contractor. Until this situation, I have not really ran into this because I'm obviously not going to cut somebody's ear off. Um, so at this point, somebody gets coronavirus from me. My insurance is not being held liable. My business insurance, at, like there isn't one out there right now that has said, yes, if somebody sues you because you gave them coronavirus, we'll cover you. They aren't even covering business interruption right now, which yeah. business insurance does cover. And they're not covering that right now. So. So basically, it you are in a position to where if you go back to work, you could lose more than if you just stayed away for another six weeks. For another six weeks, which is kind of a bad place for you to be in, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Especially like that's what really scares me about contract tracing. Because as up to this moment, like I've been working, mm-hmm. you know that, and mm-hmm. so, some of our listeners know that I've been working. I, the business that I work for has been deemed an essential. Mm-hmm. So I've been working this whole time. Mm-hmm. But what really scares me about the contact tracing is there going to be a lot, there's going to be a lot more people losing work because of it. Because mm-hmm. once you start contract, contact tracing, once you are even in contact with that person, you have to isolate for 14 days. Yeah. And it's not isolate like we've been isolating. Like we've been able to go to the grocery store yeah. and we've been able to, you know, if we wanted to, we could go to the beach as long as we socially yeah. distanced. Um, we're able to like go on a walk outside. But once you're deemed that you're a potential threat, like you don't get to go to the grocery store. Well, and that means you don't get to go to the grocery store or your house, or your, your household, house, your household. So that's what scares and anybody me I've come in t- contact is with because like technically, technically I have through contact tracing been in contact with someone that has had coronavirus. If you exactly. want to get technical about it. Yeah. Oh, we, we off mic. We got to talk about something. Remind me. Okay. I will. Cause I want to know. All right. I will. So I'm sure all of you want to know now too. Yeah, I know. There was a scandal. It, john's work and i don't think we're allowed to talk about I it. i kind of want to hear about it too but oh, anyway. you didn't know no i did not why didn't you ask more questions uh, i don't know oh, damn um but anyway um so like technically i've been in not direct contact but contact tracing contact exactly was someone actually three people yeah that have had coronavirus exactly 
So so it's by association. It'd be the same yeah. as me. So like, it would, John lost... would be my customer. He would have to then quarantine for 14 days because my first customer on Monday, he would be my customer on Wednesday. So then I potentially could make 45 people stay at home. So you would be the customer that yeah. was in contact by association. Well, technically through association, you would have been exactly. like, like the contact tracing goes to you too, which exactly. means you'd have to close down your salon. Exactly. And I've been in contact. So we've been like, what, we're at 48 days. Mm-hmm. There's been two situations where I could have been contact traced to somebody that had coronavirus. Mm-hmm. The first day or the first time was about, I don't know, four weeks ago, or actually, should I say about six weeks ago. Yeah. And the second time was about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I could have potentially lost my job in that time for a month mm-hmm. through contact tracing because I've been in contact with at least two people that has had exactly. coronavirus, which exactly. means that you would lose your job for another month through contact tracing. And that's what scares me the most about contact mm-hmm. tracing. Exactly. Because if we were doing full blown contact tracing, well, from and the then like our situation, our salons, everybody would be shut down. Yeah, exactly. Like your salon suites, then where you work, mm-hmm. they are all done. Yep, because we all came. Which in begs the question: Like, is it really safe for you to open up? No. In three weeks. No. Well, I don't know. Four Look, weeks. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You know, we are at a. I think I, I don't heard... think there's right answers. There's not, but I heard someone say we are at a one-to-one uh, ratio of infection right now. Yeah. But all I do also know that from last week, we have also gained a thousand extra coronavirus cases. And this is what, like, our state is sh- everywhere shut down. Let's just be honest. It's yeah. for Georgia. We've been and shut Florida. down for 48 days, folks. Like, I'm talking the only thing that's open is grocery store and gas station right now. And pot shops. And pot but, shops. Um, Thank God for those pot shops. I wish I could smoke. Um, literally, like the grocery, like it's not like people are going to the mall. People aren't going to beaches. People aren't getting haircuts. People aren't getting their nails done. We are not socially interacting, and we're still getting a thousand cases plus a week. Getting a thousand cases plus a week, and we're still at a 05 percent death rate. That's with nobody fucking interacting with anybody. Yeah. No, it's insane. Like. And it's interesting to think about and to talk about because if they actually started testing the people, like everybody, and if they actually started contract tracing everybody, it kind of begs the question, maybe you should have shut this down a little bit sooner. Exactly. Maybe you should have cut off essential businesses a little bit sooner. Exactly. Maybe instead of, oh, we'll just, we'll just keep our government jobs. Mm-hmm. They'll keep going, and these essential businesses that we deem mm-hmm. quotation marks essential, we'll keep them going. Maybe at the beginning you should just shut everything down. Mm-hmm. No one leave their house. You get fucking grocery tickets. This is the time you were able to go to the grocery store mm-hmm. by last name. Last name, what have you? Mm-hmm. Did they do enough at the beginning? Um, so it's tough with our state, to be honest, because we were the first ones. Like, you know, I feel like, I do feel like our governor did a good job. I'm not saying he did a bad job. I don't think our federal government did a No, they did a terrible job. And um, also hindsight is always 2020. Yeah, hindsight is 2020. Because think, if 
if he would have shut all of us down when he shut down, you know, gatherings, people would have lost their shit. It's different now, right? Like, we're okay with the idea. Like, you can't take civil liberties away like that without doing it gradually, or you will have a straight revolution and a lot of people would have died. I mean, a lot of people are dying right now. It's true. You know, it's I just, think it would have been a lot. It's worse. just at a slower pace. I mean, it could have been. It would have been a like, lot worse. Think, uh, think about it, though. Like when if he had shut all businesses okay, down. Wait, OK. When this thing was happening, people were in a panic and scared mm -hmm. about the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. People wanted to get shut down. Yeah, that's when it should have all just been shut down. That's when it all should have been shut we down. We too long to ban outdoor recreation and yep. public parks and this sort of thing. Yes, do I you, agree. Do you feel like essential businesses should have remained essential? Do you feel like there should have been only like a very small, like a small amount of businesses? I think essential? it should have all been curbside pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of you being able to go in the grocery store, you like say there's a line and you show up with your list and you say, this is what I need. And then that store employee goes in, gets your groceries, brings it back out. Mm -hmm. Because I, I just don't feel like there was enough done at the beginning because at no. the beginning like i remember like trying to i i'm trying to like recount some stuff without giving away where i work i remember there was a lot of panic mm -hmm. a lot of uncertainty i remember somber in the air i remember people not really talking to people mm -hmm. like the moment like shit's real like yes exactly the moment shit's real and that is the moment where I feel the government and our governor had complete control over how we're going to go forward with this. Like, how are we going to maintain and move forward past this virus in the best possible yeah. way? And but you got to look like the industry you're in. Uh, I think we could say industry, right? Like, you yeah. don't need to say company. Yeah. Okay, so Johnson Logistics. Yeah. Um, and so like your industry, you can't shut that down. You, you could shut down the non-essential parts of my company. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you could do that, but there's a lot that, uh, logistics have done via yes, logis coronavirus. Yes. Logistics have been amazing. I right. agree with like, that. Logistics have been essential, truly essential. Yes. To but our coffee shops. This time. No, our, coffee shops. Our, is, you don't need takeout at restaurants. No, McDonald's is not. Takeout. Even no. local restaurants. I'm sorry, local guys. I love my local restaurants. Yeah. But are you essential? No. 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 There are so many unessential businesses out there. If no one is driving, is having a car repair shop essential? No. No. Not at all. Is most of Amazon retail selling non-essential? I think that for a while they did only essential. Kinda. But devil's advocate here, like I got OD's medicine from Amazon. That's essential. I wouldn't it's have medicine. been able to get that without it. It's medicine. So you, so you go down to just essential, like yeah. life saving. Yeah. Okay. You know, like the, the food, water. Cleaning shelter supplies. cleaning supplies the basic necessities exactly breathing. 
Exactly. I mean, did I mean hindsight is always twenty twenty. I don't know. I'm really glad that Walmart was open because without Walmart open, I wouldn't have been able to buy ink. Like you could argue that ink was is not non-essential, but I needed that ink to be able to print stuff off, to be able to submit my taxes, to be able to get pandemic unemployment. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? So I think you gotta look at it from that side of things as well, right? Like if you so like ink, it may not be essential, but I it was essential for me to be able to yeah. get. Well, I I'm kind of in the in the camp of they should shut everything down. Yeah, it just went three weeks and just went three weeks of no business. Yeah. So what about now? Like, what do you what would you say to the people that think this is fake? I'd say you're living in a lie. I'd say that people are dying. I'd say we're still sheltering in place. We still can't do anything. There's obviously a reason. So what about why, our, why, like why, our local state? Well, our local state, we have been more strict than other states. Mm-hmm. And we've been recognized. And we've been recognized. Like, like, honestly, we were the first state to have it. And we are still like one of the, the states with the lowest amount of fatalities and cases. Mm-hmm. Which says something, which, which says we're doing something right. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with everything our governor has done? No. Do I agree with the stay at home order? Yes. Exactly. Like, um, there is a lot of. where I was going with this, dang it. Um, do you think that our civil liberties are being uh, put into. Um, are they being jeopardized? And extrapolate on that for me. I mean, I guess. If you're a conspiracy theorist out there, you may say there's a socialist, um, communist type agenda going on, but I don't think those civil liberties are being compromised at all. I think what's happening is the governor is trying to do what's best for the Washingtonians here in the state right now, the best of his abilities with keeping what little um how do i say it what liberties we have left you know we don't have a, like we have plenty of liberties like technically it is not illegal for us to leave the house like it is a mandate but it is it's more of a recommendation that we don't leave the house like we could do whatever we want technically no one's going to fine us no one's going to put us in jail technically we could leave the house so technically everything is recommendations so how do i feel like we've lost our civil liberties no because what our governor has done is gave us recommendations a mandate recommendation or a law yes a, a mandate recommendation to keep washingtonians safe do I agree with everything he has done? No. But do I agree that this state has been the best state to flatten the curve? Yes. Okay. Do I feel like we could have done things a little bit better? Yes, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Exactly. And I am not a politician. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like this is a big socialist agenda to get us all in our house and a universal income 
and to a point where government is controlling our lives? Absolutely not. I absolutely believe that our governor is trying his best to make sure that Washingtonians can go to work safely and as fastly as he believes. Okay. Do you think the United States, because it seems to be Americans that say this, I don't know, I haven't really researched other countries, just being honest. So actually, if there's anybody in the chat that is in another country, tell me what your thoughts on this as well. Do you think that we overreacted to coronavirus? In the United States? Yeah. I think in the United States as a whole, we underreacted to coronavirus. Okay. In Washington State, have we overreacted to coronavirus? I still think we slightly underreacted to coronavirus. Okay. Just curious. Because yeah. it's really people, it, the protests and the outrage and... Well, you know, well, I, I think that comes as, and this is one of the things that I think our governor has done wrong and to where I could kind of understand the protest is he's given us these, these orders. He's given us these mandates, but without clear direction of where these mandates are going. Right. There is, you don't have there. We don't. As Washingtonians, we don't feel like we're in the loop. Exactly. Like, we are here. We're in limbo. We feel like we're yes. in limbo. Without clear direction. Yeah, and I don't... think that's where a lot of the protests are coming from. Exactly. We need clearer direction. And, you know, it's really hard when you have, like, you know, so states are basically their own little country yep. oversight, overseen by our federal our, our federal government. And so it, it's really hard to um, to move forward when we have two entities. And I think a lot of people don't understand. I think a lot of people don't understand um, our governing system or how it works. They don't really know that states really make their own laws and local and then federal is just an oversight and they do federal things. And so a lot of people look to the federal government to do things and the federal government really doesn't have that much power. I mean, they do, it all depends on like arguability and each topic, but in this situation without declaring say martial law, the president couldn't say every state shut down, like the governor of that state needs to make that call. And so it's been tough because there really hasn't been a univ uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, universal consensus. There hasn't been one voice in this whole thing. You have your governors, you know, Washington State. We shut down super super early, and people are like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then you know, Trump wants to open up by Easter, which was tough because you have people that are in shelter in place, and you're like, "Okay, it's getting close to Easter." or what what have you so it's been hard because there hasn't been a unified voice and while i think like each state needs to do their own thing because really i mean we have a giant country we compile a huge part of north america um it it's tough because we need to be more unified and i think that unification that we did have all as far as the state goes is starting to go away because 
um, examples and uh, leadership just are not all together. I mean, even on the federal level, the administration is not unified front. So it's really, it's really tough to get everybody on board when there's no unification. That's very true. Yeah, I, I, I think unification, and I think that's where you could say what you want about Donald Trump. Oh, I just like bashed him. <laughs> oh, no, and, that, and that's fine. You can say what you want, but the moral of the story is, like, we knew about this a long time ago. So, yes, we shut down travel in January. Sorry, I know this is where you're going. I'm just going to get this. Yeah, uh, it's fine. The United States didn't go into their 14 days until, like, freaking middle of March. Well, what did you do from January to March? We played yeah. golf. Yeah. Is that on live chat? Just uh, I don't know. random person. Just random person hanging out in live chat. Hey. Oh, that's a really long name. Can we just call <laughs> you Rana? Yeah, Rana. Rana. Hey, Rana. Thanks for joining our live chat. Yeah. Anyway, this turned like super political. And that's something I hate about this whole thing is it becomes so fucking political. And really what this is about is life and sickness and ep epidemic. Like we are in a global pandemic. There we is are. not a country on our planet that has not been affected by this. And in America, it's became so political that it's like, are you guys, do you not see this is bigger than your governor? This is bigger than our president. This is a global thing. We are not the only country that shut down. And even when people get pissed at our governor, I'm like, we aren't the only fucking state shut down. <laughs> we're, we're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Georgia's opened, but I bet you I can guarantee that Georgia's going to have a huge spike and we're going to see a ton of death. They're going to be a hot spot in two weeks. Rana, we are not doing guest calls because um, the audio quality does not work out. Uh, then so, so we we do a live podcast and then we post it on to onto the regular onto so. the regular and so if the audio quality isn't there we just don't we can't post it at that point no. so to no, no we can't no we can't thank you for wanting to i but, mean feel but... free to like put a message in type it in like we're happy yeah. to respond to you i'm super engaging yeah mary is the definitely the with, engaging one of the group. yeah like i i'm not normally on the podcast so i'm like way more into the chat than i should yeah. be so like any questions or any input you have like feel free to put it up there um john is just a little crazy about uh the audio quality like, i'm a i'm an audio snob I would, what you would call maybe a little bit of an audiophile yeah so. i like move around and he like comes over and moves my mic for me I, i'm, I'm about to do it right now are you so annoyed <laughs> yeah i am so annoyed <laughs> okay is that better I'm going to move it for you right now. That high up, I can't see the screen if it's there. So anyway, like I wish that you, I sometimes really wish this was video, except for I haven't yeah. gotten ready in over 40 days. So <laughs> so do you really actually wish it was video? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> we would not ever podcast. Yeah. No. God, no. Look at me right now. You think I want the world to see this? I mean, you definitely need your hair done. Oh, my like, God. Like, it's so bad that I'm about ready to do your hair. Um, honestly, you're going to have to, cause I don't know, like there's no hairdresser in the world that's going to do my hair when we get back to work. No, there's really not. And because... I'm not going to sit there and get my hair no, done after it... doing hair all day long. Honestly, as you shouldn't, man. I, I mean, 
I'm not saying you're not a paying customer, but um, a lot of these other people that are doing hair, like these these men and women out there that are in this industry, they need to take care of their clients first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they nobody's got time to take care of another hairdresser. They can no. do their own fucking hair at home. Exactly. Which I'm about ready to do yours. Maybe not tonight. Probably. I'd say probably. That's like Facebookable. In, in two weeks. <laughs> Mary's hair is so bad. I'm about ready to do it. It really is. Uh, but I, I've been lucky, as this podcast knows, I've been lucky to be trained by one of the best. So yeah. Um. So anyway, again for everybody just joining, I'm not normally on, so don't don't get too excited about following me. <laughs> I do do a Murphy minute here and there. Uh, maybe you should like title them, like like give a little like murphy's on this one just in case they're my I do. Fo- my followers i say Jan- john and mary take over the live stream once again I'm like an asshole like these are my followers these are my followers in, my, in this chat these they're aren't the john people. sandwich followers these are mary's followers yeah. <laughs> mary's gonna start her own podcast without me and be like everybody from the john sandwich that loved the mary murphy minute no come like, to my nobody'd want to listen to it they'd only come into the live chat because that's really where i like yeah that's where i shine because <laughs> i like to engage with anybody like typing in mary's just here to take over take over the no god no i ain't got time for that i like when well, i you kind of do well right honest. now i do <laughs> to be honest we should be podcasting a lot more i know but i have priorities priorities yeah i want to hear about these priorities i got an island to get to five stars where are you at so last time you were at a three-star island I'm four. I'm four stars. You're four stars now. So we are talking about Animal Crossing. Yeah. Mary is now at a four star island. Yeah. Congratulations. And my having a meteor shower tonight, so I want to oh, yeah? go to it. Yeah. I guess last week we were talking about my furniture swap. We were talking about your furniture <laughs> yeah. swap. So where are yeah. we? How did that go? So I guess, yeah, we. Um, so this the follow up to the last episode. Like, how did that furniture swap go? okay like honestly i felt like i took way better item i went to like an amateur one it's not like i went to one on reddit i went to like just like a people i knew on facebook like okay. coordinated it it's okay. not like it was like a true blue like you're cordially invited yeah i mean close <laughs> enough though it, yeah it, like, people don't host right. them it was a big deal to you though like like let's just say we i would do it again with the same yeah. people i mean it was a big deal it was your first ones so yeah. you weren't quite uh, you didn't know what to expect. Exactly. Exactly. And it was organized really well. I remember you being very ner- nervous. I was. And like, I was. What do I and do? And it was fun. And it was exciting. I just felt like, um, okay, here we go. I just had higher expectations for the items that I would get into my catalog. Yeah. And I think that that's where I fell short is that my expectations were a lot higher. So when I showed up and like 98% of what was at the furniture swap I already had, like I was a little disappointed. Well, because you brought good stuff. I did bring good stuff. I mean, you brought like the top of the line stuff that you have, which ended up not being as good as what everybody else had. No, mine was way better. Exactly. Yeah. Like every everyone else, everyone else's stuff just wasn't on par with your stuff. So exactly. I'm sure so everybody else that was in the furniture furniture swap was like, they, Fuck loved yeah. it. Yeah. But you were just like, uh, I'm like, eh. eh, it wasn't that fun. So do you feel like? Like, if you hosted one, do you feel like you would get a better response or do you feel like you would or or would you just do it just for the fun of it? I think I would do it for the fun of it. I might get a better like I might get people to bring more stuff just um, 
because a lot of people that are on mine play a lot. Yeah. You know, like the people that would show up play a lot. What if you did more of like a, like instead of a swap, you just did like a meet to where you have like your eight people that are on the island. Mm -hmm. And then all those eight people talked about the stuff they had. That, and then so they could swap back and forth. That's kind of hard to do with like, the chat and everything. Like it's uh, that's too much to orchestrate. Is it? Yeah. Is it because is there pretty good chat limitations between the Moon Pills, which I haven't played yeah, it a lot. Like I can only I think it's only I can pretty much get like your island, send, looks good, send. You've really send, been working, send, hard. Oh, so so is there not voice chat? There is, um, and I do that with uh, JFK. Oh, so is that Nintendo's voice chat? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were FaceTiming them or calling them. No, it's I'm doing it through the app. Oh, that's a pretty shitty voice chat. So it's not like PlayStation's or Xbox's voice chat no. to where everyone in the room has headphones and they get to talk amongst one another. So I haven't done it with more than one other person. But it's only through the phone. Yeah, it's only through my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an app through my phone. Well, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, and it does cut like in and out too. Like like so the other day, it, he was like talking. So usually, when I play PlayStation games with my friends, like I have my PlayStation headphones on, and I'm able to talk. And you're to in them. like a chat room. Yeah, and I'm in like a pretty much a chat room with my friends. Yeah, no. Oh, so it's not like that at all. No. Oh, okay. Well, and then like when I went to that furniture swap, like the voice chat wasn't enabled, and then so if the people don't have the app, right? Mm -hmm. Like the lady that hosted last time didn't have the app, uh -huh. so it didn't even matter. Oh, okay. like I, it was. It's nice for me to be able to like type fast and then move about my business, mm -hmm. but like if they don't have the app, I can't voice chat. That's that's kind of a little bit of a. I wonder why Nintendo did that. Didn't like they made their voice chat so tough. Yeah, like tough and like not very robust and. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so like my friend that I play with like we don't even use the nintendo interface we just text back and forth because it just is so much quicker than trying to work that system hmm. well i mean people are still buying nintendo so <laughs> i guess it works i mean good i don't care about that aspect honestly like the I game's mean, but good it, enough. it'd be kind of nice to be well because i know playstation you could be in a group chat with somebody yeah same with the xbox you could be in a group chat with somebody talking to them on your headphones and playing different games even yeah no it's no so it's nothing mm -mm. like that no so you have to go i go to the nintendo app it's called the nintendo switch online and then you have to pick um which like game you're playing so like with animal crossing um if i'm not on jfk's island or he's not on my island you we can't even voice chat oh really yeah wow. so like even though we're both online and playing animal crossing we can't talk on oh, unless really? we're on each other's islands that's a big bummer yeah wow so like when i go to leave and i'm like hey i want to go home dodo he's like okay end your voice chat oh he actually says that no i get a oh a, on like a notification app. on oh, my okay. app like voice chat sending well, that's crazy yeah. i wonder i wonder why they did that i wonder if they just haven't figured out how to integrate it into the system maybe because it's a portable system maybe i don't know i mean but playstation's been doing it for years xbox but been playstation doing it for isn't years. portable at the PlayStation Vita, which is, did we cool. we had that, didn't we? No, we had the PSP. The okay, the yeah. PSP, which has a good little big planet on it. If yeah. anybody wants to go, like, yeah, go so back. I wonder why they did that. I, I mean, maybe they're just not too worried about voice chat 
settings yeah and you gotta think like how hard it is to become friends with people and then you have to like search for your friends or have dodo codes like their privacy i will say nintendo's privacy is top notch especially for their like target demographic (laughs) yeah but their privacy is like almost too much to where you almost like it's it's almost an inconvenience to have friends on nintendo to us as adults like think about if you had children like eight-year-olds wouldn't you be grateful that they had to have like their friend code to type it in to do it rather than just something like pedophile online being able to talk through them through voice chat? Well, I don't have eight-year-olds, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I just want it to be easy for I me. Know, I know. You know, because I'm used to PlayStation to where like I can yeah. play with anybody, hang out with anybody, voice chat with anybody. Yeah. But, you know, that's part of why I never like plugged in onto Plants versus Zombies, right? Like join that voice chat because I'd be like, I'm going to kill you, you little fucker. Like, you should have. Like, make an eight-year-old cry when I'm trying to kill them. as well. We like, need to Twitch zombie. that shit, man. Um, give us a little bit of comments if you want Mary to start a Twitch account and if you would watch her play an Animal Crossing. Or, you know, or it. Like, it would have to be Animal Crossing right now because that's what I'm into. I play Plants vs. Zombies. I play Dr. Uh, Mario if anybody <laughs> wants to watch yeah. that shit. No one wants to watch that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one wants to watch you play fucking dr mario <laughs> i don't even want to watch you play that like every time you oh play God. that i get so upset you have yeah, a okay. twitch with pretty much all the classics on nintendo nes all the classics on snes yeah zelda breath of the wild you had mario kart 8 this is before animal crossing and splatoon and splatoon 2 and you're playing fucking nes dr mario a fucking a mario take on tetris that is what Mary is playing. Every time she played that, like I was like, Mary, what the yeah. fuck so are you John doing? So John buys me a Switch because I play. A, I am a huge gamer. Like I actually play a lot of video games. Um, Which turns out you're a bigger gamer than I am. I know it's kind of funny. Um, like, but I like very specific. I like you know. I was a huge Little Big Planet. I love Plants vs Zombies. Obviously, yeah. I'm like super into Animal Crossing. I played Splatoon um you're into more what other games i was into like playstation wise you're not into like heavy rpgs you're not into that you're into more like cartoony yeah i liked journey right it was journey was that the one you liked it but you i wasn't like loved it i beat it and then i was done with it uh you liked fez i loved fez oh my god fez is like my favorite indie game ever yeah if anybody games out there, even on like PC, like Steam has it for free a lot. Um, PlayStation has it for free a lot. Well, not a lot, but uh, like often. Um, definitely, it's totally worth the download, especially if you're like in the 30s um, age range and you played classic, you know, Tetris and Mario and like platformer type games lot, like that, like 2D, eggs. 3Ds. There's a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of like you have to know the up, down, left, right, blah, blah, blah code. Yeah um anyway fez up up down down left right left right ba start yeah what's that from i have no idea honestly contra so (laughs) that's why you beat that part for me i am anyway long story short i guess i do game a lot yeah you you do um i used to be the gamer more but 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 what you were saying is you have a more uh, specific type of game you're more into like cartoony games like uh platformers like crash bandicoot yeah i love and crash. Li- little big planet yeah um minecraft it's not a platformer yeah. but it's i li- did love minecraft but we have an awesome world we do we've been playing our world for like five yeah that'd years. be fun like if we had a uh, like just to throw that up for people to see i mean we've been playing 
like how long we like five years we've been playing that world for like four or five years yeah. now yeah i honestly it. it's true i think that that's why i'm so good at this game yeah just because of minecraft to be honest just because you get a little bit more not so much the crafting part but like the building part because yeah it, i understand the grid system it's blocks mm-hmm. it's all about blocks mm-hmm. you know yet it's a higher graphics yeah and it's I a do... smaller island and this and that yeah i appreciate the like uh creativity that you can get from outside sources on animal crossing as far as being able to download different like paths and things like that and the clothing like that obviously but i like the elements that animal crossing brought to a basic minecraft game yeah absolutely the character development the all of that like i you know it's it's a lot more than minecraft but it has a minecraft element how's that Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But I, would... I think I'm great at building and creating my world and understanding like placement of buildings and furniture and flowers and things like that because of Minecraft. I would absolutely agree with that. Like Minecraft, um like like I said, we played four years. We built this world for four years and it's still getting built. Mm-hmm. You know. Um it teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. like honestly like mm-hmm. like if you're any type of rpg gamer or a survival gamer yeah. like honestly like minecraft is like the all-around game of games it's yeah. a survival game it's rpg game it's uh, an adventure game mm-hmm. like you have it all and mm-hmm. like uh what animal crossing in it is it's kind of like a advanced minecraft honestly with like a civilization in there I wouldn't say advanced. I would say more of like a, a better graphic for graphics. Yeah, because you have your better villagers graphics. that give you things like you trade yeah, stuff with better them. better graphics. It's, I wouldn't say dumbed down, but what it does is it takes the the bigness of Minecraft, Minecraft and puts it into one island. Yeah, it really consolidates it. Consolidates it. And that way... You don't have to be too busy doing stuff. Yeah, and it definitely brings in, um, it makes it a lot more easy to be social with people because definitely with Minecraft, like, they spent so many hours building, say, our um, our railroad, right? Yeah. Like, we spent so many hours building yeah. it, like, literally from one side of the map to the other. And if anybody's playing Minecraft, you know how far that is. Yeah. Like, days. We spent days building, our building that. Yeah. And if somebody wanted to come through and, like, set up 10... TNT and just blow that shit up they could yeah and so I was I've always been nervous to like have yeah. anybody come into our world yeah um with Animal Crossing that you can't do that yeah well it, it it consolidates everything and it makes it a little bit easier the crafting system is definitely easier yeah it's it, it is. It's it a more. It's it's funner yeah. because you don't have to think as much. You, yeah, you, you don't you, have to be like, okay, three iron and it's got to be placed this yeah, way. Yeah, you know, like they do a lot of the work for you. All you have to do is shake some trees, mm-hmm. break some rocks, and catch some fish. Exactly. It's not as PC. It's a lot more like systemy. It's yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, it, it's Nintendo's version of Minecraft. Yeah. And it's super easy. Yeah, meets Sims. Meet Sims. Exactly. It's it's Minecraft meets Sims meets uh, Sims Sim City. Yeah. You know, like it's it meets Nintendo. It's it's a super easy platform, but yet it's very robust. I don't want to say it's a simple game. Yeah. Because it's a very robust game. Like they have a lot to do in that game. Yeah, it's great. It is a great game. It is great. Like I, I like honestly, it came out 
at the right and wrong time. Perfect time for people in quarantine. But well, I think people are. Um, well, I'd say the right and wrong time because the right time, because people needed something like Animal to Crossing to distract. But also. I, I don't, don't think Nintendo. Sorry, go ahead. I don't think Nintendo was ready for people just to binge their game. Exactly, like just burn through. Exactly, like I think I think Nintendo was anticipating like maybe a couple five star islands here and there every month. Yeah, but like the first month to have like practically the whole community have four or five star islands. Yeah, I mean I have two hundred and fifty hours into that game in twenty two days, and I'm sure Nintendo probably anticipated that over a couple months. Yeah, at least <laughs> you know, at least. So like they're anticipate like I'm sure they are kind of struggling to be like, what do we release? Because we had a maybe a year long, year and a half plan. Well, they have a three year plan, and they've already like released ahead of schedule. Exactly. Because people are isolated and playing the fuck out of their game. Mm -hmm. It's a good, it's a great game. Yeah, you can't even, like, it's hard to find a Nintendo Switch right now. It's hard to find a hard copy of Animal yeah. Crossing. You can digital download. Uh, just digital download. Fuck the, I don't know why people still, like, I understand why people still buy the hard copy. Yeah. But honestly, just buy the digital copy. Get with the times. Let's do exactly. it. You know, buy an SD card. Buy buy your SD card. Let's get it done and over with. Yeah. So anyway, anybody in the chat, <laughs> if you uh, if you game, let me know what you game, what you play. Yeah. Are you playing Fortnite? Are you playing Call of Duty? Are you playing Animal Crossing? Are you playing Doctor Mario? Tell me, there's some Doctor Marios out there that I'm not the only one that got a Switch and got Nintendo Online and was like, "Fuck yeah." You might be the only Doctor Mario out there. I am sure of it. You might be the only one. I have like almost as many hours into Dr. Mario. No. No. You have like I surpassed. Oh, you surpassed about 200 hours ago. Oh. <laughs> God, I thought I played a lot of Dr. Mario. Yeah, Nintendo's probably like shitting their pants right now. Like we got to figure out how to get more content. I'm sure. I mean, I want another room on my house. Like I'm pissed off I can't upgrade my house yet. Yeah. Well, I I'm sure Or again, like I'm done. I'm maxed out. Well, I'm sure in another, I don't know, September, you might get an, I'm sure there's stuff down the pipeline that, oh, that, yeah. You know, I mean, but I'm sure it's really cool stuff. It yeah. just, they weren't prepared for us to spend 250 hours in the first two weeks, two weeks of it being. I mean, I've had it for 24 days, 22 days, 22 days, 22 days, and I have 250 hours into this game. Yeah. And people that are have like people that have bought it like at launch or close are like 750 plus hours. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Like I like I honestly don't think Nintendo was prepared for that. No. They probably have content that was stretched out over the summer. Yeah. Well, and honestly, like I would have probably just barely been buying it if not like into the summer. Like. You know, like titles like that, you got to kind of wait for it to get some traction, but it got traction fast because it was something you could binge during quarantine, right? Like yeah. it would be, that would be something that you buy like before a vacation and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Or you wait for like the YouTubers that have five star islands and you start seeing it come across your feed and you're like, fuck, this might be a game I play. Yeah. But this became like a sensation. And, and to our listeners out there, I don't hate talking about this. I know we talk about this a lot on this podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, it's because I'm obsessed. But this is what's keeping us sane. Yeah, it's either, podcast. well, especially if you've listened to this whole thing from the beginning, right? Like, we started out just, like, super dark and heavy and political and fucking coronavirus and what's it going to look like for Mary to go back to work to 
Like, I'm so happy right now. I am like talking about Animal Crossing. I live in this virtual reality most of my life right now. I've turned off the news. I've turned off my my Facebook. Like, I'm, I don't know what's happening in Italy right now, which I was like daily checking in. I'm on a global hairdressers page. I was like posting on there to ask how the hairdressers were, what was happening with their local government or what their grocery stores look like. And my screen time on my phone is down 78%. I have not listened to the actual news in 22 days. I've only listened to my local governor's press conference. I'm not crying and stressed out and have anxiety. Like I know that like it sounds extreme when you have 250 hours and 22 days in a video game. Not at all. But I think it has saved my sanity. So anyway, so as you can tell, we went from being like super dark and heavy to like gleeful and cheerful. And like last week I went to a furniture swap. This week I'm going to a meteor shower show. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah. Like like, I'm, I'm happy. Like honestly, to be quite honest, I am very happy that I made you buy this game. And John did. Okay. So I was fine, happy and content playing Dr. Mario. (laughs) <laughs> apparently not fine happy content enough because yeah. i've never seen you this happy well i've seen you this happy but you were working yeah and you had you had something going you had gold yeah it's been a long time you were, since i've been this you were the provider it. of our family yeah you know you put the you put the potatoes the bacon and potatoes and more bacon on our table and the cake oh and eggs because i love eggs yeah <laughs> on our table yeah you know, you were the provider for our family. And after this pandemic happened, like I was the provider, which I'm not very happy with because I don't like being the provider. I'd rather someone else provide, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you've always worked. Don't you I, guys I've don't out worked. there think John's like a bum. Like I've always worked, but Mary's always been the, the provider for one. She loves being the provider. Yeah, like, like, and I love what I do. And Mary well, loves what love. she, she does. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And she's always been that way you know she's always been the the provider and one of these days i'm gonna make more money than her and we'll get that well right now you two make more than yeah. money than yeah. me and we'll get to that in a separate podcast for sure the the one day i start actually making more money than you i don't well you are right now well i am right now but like i ate an entire cake when i but you're not that. working so it's not fair yeah it's true i'm not working like one of these days i'm gonna make more money than you while we're both working yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll kind of see. Um, so there, there's definitely going to be a competition. Mary does not like the fact that I might make more money than her. No, I'm like I've definitely been like always driven, and I I like my own money, and I like to have say over the money, which you'll always have. I know, but, but wait, which hold I on, do now. hold on, just... back up. We put our money both together. Yeah, we do. We our money's together. We each get like, I you know, some people get are like oh my god this is ridiculous but we each get an allowance quotations right that that's our money to spend each month and that's within a budget and then we save and then uh this isn't the podcast for you no no it's okay teach their own man to to each their own anyway so we put our money together um and we budget out and then we each get an allowance, right? And if you save up then allowance, whatever you want to buy, that's fine. If you want to go out and buy, I don't know, 600 rubber bands with your money, that's fine. Like we don't get to say each other's things. Um, but definitely like as far as the budget goes, I'm super, I don't want to say controlling. I'm um, OCD particular. Um, 
almost like neurotic. I don't know. I'm like crazy about money and our budget and savings and things like that. But then like our allowance, quote unquote, we can do whatever the fuck we want with. Yeah. And that works for us. Yeah. That does work for us. We put all of our money together Mm -hmm. and then we give each other an allowance. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's how we work. Mm -hmm. We're this, this is how this married couple works. All of our money goes in one pot. We get an allowance and that's how it works. And all the extra goes into savings. Don't fight about money. Exactly. If you want to know, like you each get the same amount every month and whatever you do with that money, that's your problem. Like I can't get mad at John for buying a podcast. Mice cause that was his allowance money. Not mine. Yep. It didn't come out of our bills. We are not talking about universal income. We are talking about our own income. our own personal finances. And so anyway, we're swinging back. So obviously I'm not working. I'm not the breadwinner. I was super depressed. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't be sorry. So there is no allowance right now because we're in a global pandemic mm-hmm. and the breadwinner is not making an income at all. I'm an independent contractor. I have literally until last week, I got no government assistance at all. I went 42 days without government assistance, no PPP, no EIDL, no pandemic unemployment insurance. It did not happen for me as a small business owner mm-hmm. until one week ago. Yeah. Anyway, so John forced me to buy this video game. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah, and and it's been a great investment, honestly. Yeah, best thing like that video to me. games are a great investment. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I Yeah, I mean, what is I that? feel like video games could honestly up their price a shit ton. Like I don't want them to. Like it, it, don't take me wrong. I don't I don't want them to up their price. Ratchet and Clank. Russian clink yeah. is the shit. I don't want video games up their price because like they're very affordable. Yeah. But think about it. How many hours? Like you spent 270 hours 250. on 250 hours so on this game. So it's $4 an hour right now that I'm paying $4, for entertainment. $4 an hour. And I'm obviously like So how many so hours? Many hours. Uh, do the math. $4 and 16 cents an hour. Okay. So how many hours did it take to fulfill that? The $60. The $60. So. Sixty divided by four, fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. So you have pretty much spent two hundred and thirty-five hours of free entertainment. Exactly. Games could up their price. Yeah. I don't want them to. That's what I spent on the movies. Yeah, which Ratchet and Clank? Because there's a bunch. I well, actually no, for the PS4, the the remastered one. Oh. The one that we had. It was good. It was good. So we Very played good. all of them. I even went back and played like original Ratchet and Clanks. I don't think I mentioned that before when I was like, oh, I game. Mm-hmm. That was Ratchet and Clank was good. They did a good job. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Ratchet and Clank has something of a of a sentimental story to you though. I love Ratchet and No, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, Crash Bandicoot. Has sentimental. Oh yes. Oh yes, you're right. Crack Ratchet and Clank is great. Yeah, Ratchet you, and Clank is dope. Uh, have you played the Rat or the Crash Bandicoot series? Sorry. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. That's great. So um, good. So tell me about your Crash Bandicoot like sentimental story. Okay, because, so, because that is that's been rebooted also on the PS4. Yeah, and it just came out on Switch too. Did it? Mm-hmm. All right. So so tell me about that story. So like my little cousin that I nannied his whole life literally until like sixteen, um, and I played it always like original playstation crash bandicoot like getting mm-hmm. chased from abominable snowman 
and we played it all together and then that was remastered and yeah i don't know it's cool like he's like my i love him he's 25 we're playing animal crossing together and he's obviously way cooler than me and is like has a social life so him and all his friends like hang out on his island and he let me come visit and he's like i was leaving and he's like i love you aunt mary <laughs> yeah that's awesome i know so like you kind of grew up growing up these kids like because you were their nanny and you yeah, guys would play yeah. crash bandicoot yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. on the ps1 i'm mm-hmm. sure uh, ps1 and ps2 yeah so i babysat them while their mom was at work and then i babysat them at the weekends while their mom was at the club yeah so i mean i spent like 13 hours a day with them because their mom worked and i've partied with their mom yeah. while she was at the club because i was at the club with them yeah while i was watching the kids <laughs> while you were watching the kids mm-hmm. um fallout 76 is a good one uh yeah so yeah so like these kids like even they grew up pretty much like almost not not mom but yeah, like but i was like definitely there's like definitely nanny. there's I was def- definitely nanny there's definitely an aunt mary yeah like when they say aunt mary it means something to them because yeah. you were literally their second mom yeah even last time they came to visit the two younger ones i mean the girl was like 17 and the the little boy this the second little boy not the one i was just playing video games with but his little brother was what like 11 12 and i woke up in the middle of the night and they were like sleeping on the floor next to my bed yeah i mean because yeah i mean they you grew up like helping them and teaching them and mm-hmm. you know that's a really good life experience for you and them yeah you know and i'm really glad that you were able to i need to be better about staying connected with them yeah mm-hmm. for sure because there's there's obviously um ever since you moved away and ever since they got older like that they're never going to get that again no you know that connection that they had uh, and i had that with my aunt mm-hmm. like my aunt shell mm-hmm. like i remember going to california and my aunt shell was like my rock the the person i could tell everyone to like mm-hmm. everything everything to like no matter like how drama the story was or mm-hmm. what girlfriend i was dating or whatever she was always there for me mm-hmm. You know, so it's really cool that you built that relationship with your cousins like that. And I'm sure they appreciate it, man. Like, God, I hope so. You know, and if not, you know, like, I'm sure it will be like memories that they won't forget. Sometimes I just wish that they knew how much I like actually loved them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do. Like, I'm I'm sure it's not a wash to them. No. like, Like, look at your little cousin. He says in a group chat with all of his friends to where all of his friends could see like he's like oh i love you Aunt mary yeah you know like having a 25 year old tell their aunt (laughs) tell their aunt that you know it's totally they're mooching off the his shit that he's built (laughs) yeah exactly you know they're there to mooch off the stuff that he built and like his fruit and stuff and he's telling his aunt mary that he loves her you know i mean that's that's special. We're like I mean, in his basement playing on instruments, just running around. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's what video games do. Mm-hmm. Video games bring like. <laughs> well, it's like so much more than that, but yeah. Well, it is so much more than that, but. Like, like that bond. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what's like even like social media does. Yeah, it's true. Like, honestly, like I wouldn't know whose birthday it was here and there exactly, if it wasn't for social, social media. media yeah like i i actually thank social media for giving me the update yeah thankfully huh you know yeah because there's birthdays out there i just do not remember it's true and i probably won't 
I know. I'm terrible at birthdays, to be honest. Did you text my mom, by the way? I did not. I will. Okay. As soon as we're done. But it's... I don't know. We just live in that time of life to where... Like, we skip over the really significant yeah. parts of life sometimes. It's true. Like, there's those moments of, like, just sitting there playing video games. Exactly. Like... Just hanging out together. Exactly. Last week. Last week, you and I... We didn't do shit. Nothing. The whole week. Sat on our couch. And it, it was, was the best week ever. And it was amazing. We played yeah. Animal Crossing. We played Animal Crossing. We podcasted it a couple times. Mm-hmm. We hung out with our dog. We ate way too much food. Mm-hmm. We drank beer. We had a great time. Yeah, I think, I honestly think quarantine's been good. And we didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we didn't leave this house. Yeah. I'm kind of upset, right? Because there's like all these couples out there that are not happy about being quarantined with their significant other. And I'm like upset that mine's not quarantined <laughs> yeah. with me, like that you actually have to work. I mean, to be honest, the I'm first upset. day I was like yeah. annoyed with you because you weren't like, I was six weeks into being quarantined. I had already gotten over that like anxiety and stress. Yeah. But by day two, you were fine. You'd calm down. Well. That's the thing about you and I is we're genuinely best friends. Mm-hmm. It's we true. are best friends. Mm-hmm. Like I love your company. Oh, like I will so not, sweet. I will not go to someone else's house unless you're coming with me. It's true. You know, like I could go to whoever's house, but if Mary's not coming with me, I'm probably not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just the way it is. I know. And right now people are like on like mar- get Mary out of the house. I have like let my house claim me as its own. Yeah. Like I have no interest in leaving my house at all. No, none at all. None. That's fine. I mean, I'm here now. I'm here on the weekends and yeah. Monday through Friday from whatever I wake up <laughs> till 12 o'clock yeah. and then from 8.30 to 8.30 to whenever we go to bed, I'm here. Yeah. So I mean, you only have like eight hours to spend, yeah, like by yourself. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. No, it's not bad. Um, but I do have a meteor shower to get to. You do have a meteor shower to get to, so let's uh close this podcast yeah, out. Let's uh, um the the person's meteor shower I'm going to they're two hours ahead of me, so. Oh yeah, so it is about what it's uh eight almost eight o'clock there. there. Yeah. It's been a pretty good podcast. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, I, I have a new microphone. How does it sound yeah. in your ears, Mary? It sounds good. Does it? Yeah. I feel like it sounds really good. It does. Does it? Yeah. I did a, a fair amount of time like tweaking it and getting it ready um, to sound better or just as good as a condenser mic. Yeah. But honestly, like, I fucking love this microphone. I like it. Too. It sounds great. Yeah. Like when I'm like hitting on the table and stuff, you can't really hear it. Like all the noise is yeah. coming from your microphone right now. Well, and I'm like a, such a mover. Like yeah. I'm just a mover. I, I'm like all ADD over here. Honestly, you need this microphone. You probably should actually give me that one. Yeah, I Since probably I'm should. Like all, yeah. All over the place. You so. are all over the place. Yeah. So anyway, folks. Yep. Thanks for listening in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. At the John Sandwich. Let us know your favorite video game. That's yeah. what I want to add us. And yeah. then, uh, I don't have it. Whatever it is. What is it? 
Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. You don't have a Twitter. That's but, fine. But John will tell me what the John Sandwich is like. Tell tell us your favorite video game. Yeah, at the John Sandwich on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, follow us at the John Sandwich at Twitter. Um, on it's at John Sandwich on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you guys should start like an Insta. It's not everybody has Twitter. You think so? Yeah. I feel like everyone has a Twitter, not everyone has an Insta. Uh, maybe I just I follow a whole different industry than this, though. Yeah, I mean, what pictures are we gonna take? Me drinking a beer? Instagram's so much more picture oriented, and we're more like voice, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I like always like I'm talking about things, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could throw this picture up, you know? Yeah, I guess so. But you know, shit. Let us know. Let us know. Are yeah. you an Instagram follower? Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, what, what have yeah, you? Do we get an email? Yeah. Email us. The John Sandwich if Show. If you don't have a Twitter, email us. Yeah, the John Sandwich Show at gmail.com. Yeah. That's... This isn't even my show. Listen, yeah. I am a Murphy <laughs> Minute. I am a fill-in. Mary's the fill-in <laughs> taking my... over. <laughs> I am no part in this. When I go back to work, a Murphy Minute's going to become a rare, rarity again. So uh, We are going to make Mary be a staple of this like podcast like i'll be a once now we're gonna put your picture on this shit yeah, yeah we're gonna All put right, your folks, picture i'm out i gotta i gotta Mary's meteor out. shower she has a to. meteor shower i love you guys thank you so much for listening uh maybe we'll be back tonight maybe we'll be back tomorrow but you could look forward to uh hearing the full sandwich with uh john man eric and thurston uh here in a couple days thank you very much and we will talk to you later